We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Premier League Betting, where we discuss Premier League and betting. I am Adam Zedroik, a writer at Rotowire, uh, joined with Chris Owen, also a writer at Rotowire. Chris, welcome to the initial show of uh, Premier League betting, betting on Premier League, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think the, the title is a work in progress right now, but uh, the inaugural <laughs> Um, inaugural podcast here. So, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me on this, and I'm excited to talk about a little bit of Premier League betting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, we got the first show here. Um, we got a ticker on the bottom, and I just pulled up our uh, betting page that we have at Rotowire. So, here, uh, right off the soccer page, you can go to sports betting, and we got articles we got every week, and we have a list of Pretty much you can compare, you can get best odds for all these places and compare them, see where you can get the best numbers, that kind of thing. Usually go here to check out what's good, what's what's not good, um, but something to use if you're looking for uh, something easy to see odds with. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that's it. We're going to try and do this every week and uh, discuss odds and, you know, hopefully hand out some winners. We're going to, we're going to do best uh, or our best bets um usually my best bet is my worst bet uh, in reality <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens with that but anyways um yeah what do you think ready for the show yeah absolutely i mean back to back to giving out your best bet it's the one that you've uh, you've poured over you've looked at all the numbers and you feel confident enough and so sometimes when you look at those numbers so frequently you're like, yeah, okay, well, this seems like it makes a lot of sense. And then due to the amount that you focus on it, it can <laughs> maybe come back to bite you from time to time. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk about uh, that when we get to it. But uh, anyways, um, so game week one, uh, there's 34 goals. You got a little more than three goals a match. On the over two and a half goals hit in seven of the 10 matches. So pretty high scoring. I think it's, I think usually every season it's, it's kind of high scoring at the beginning of the years. All the back lines are kind of rusty, that kind of thing. Um, seven home teams won. We'll be talking about, you know, the home field advantage with fans. That's, I think that's going to be a big thing this year. And then all but Manchester City and Tottenham had a goal scored in the first half. Um, but anyways, do you have any uh, major takeaways from last week other than, you know, home teams, a lot of goals, that kind of thing? I guess two takeaways is, you know, we saw this last season a little bit too. There was that Aston Villa Liverpool result that was like seven, two, 
I believe it was uh, Tottenham United. That was like six one in the beginning of the season too. So there's, you know, to begin the season, we were always, I feel like we we're always seeing some results that have a ton of goals. And then the other aspect was there was no draws. If I, if I remember correctly, there was, you know, 10 winners, 10 losers. So there was no draws last week. And that's not something that I don't think any of us could have predicted. Um, but yeah, those are probably my two biggest takeaways from last week, aside from Tottenham looking pretty strong under Nuno now. And, uh, you know, I don't pretty, you know, good for them to be at home and play against city, but I definitely didn't see Tottenham coming away with that, that, uh, that win. Yeah. That Tottenham game, that was something I changed on. I think Sunday morning, I looked at, you know, I saw the Saturday results. I saw, you know, all these home teams are just, they're just going crazy with their fans. I'm like, well, you know, Metro City, they're not going to have De Bruyne. Well, he didn't start, at least. Um, you know, they had Nathan Ake on the back line. So it's it's some new pieces. They had Gra- Jack Grealish starting for, what, a second game with them. So I was like, maybe I'll do something with Tottenham here. And I already like the under. And I got, uh, was it, a free bet at DraftKings. So I, I put a little bit on the under two and a half and Tottenham win. And, you know, I pretty much it happened as – I saw it coming Sunday morning, which, you know, that doesn't usually happen. But, um, yeah, with those – with weird results, with those goals, like, I don't know. I Like, you can definitely see something like that happening. And like, well, maybe not any of these matches, but, like, you got Everton leads. Right now the leads back line is pretty terrible. Um, they look terrible against Man United. Um, well, maybe one thing – if you're looking at that game, they are getting Calvin Phillips back. So I don't want to go off the rails here and suggesting uh, to go against Leeds because I think they're a lot better with Calvin Phillips. Um, but I don't think that's going to be one of our best bets. So I don't want to, you know, touch on that too much. Um, yeah, looking forward now. You know, we're a forward-looking podcast. Um, of course. Forward-looking video here. <laughs> um <laughs> So just before doing this, I was just scrolling through the odds and it just seems like, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, love for the home teams. I feel like the odds makers, they're, they're uh, they pretty much took in what we were just talking about with the home teams are like, okay, um, home teams, definite advantage with the fans. Um, yeah, I mean, just going back to Leeds, they're plus 135 to beat Everton. I mean, it seems like a decent amount considering how they looked last week and Everton won. Um, Crystal Palace is a favorite, which you don't see too often. Um, and they're going against Brentford, who looked pretty good against Arsenal. Um, Brighton, you can go down the line with these. You got a lot of, um, at least not, most of the home teams are are favored. Even Aston Villa, who, you know, they're not going to have Triore, they're not going to have Watkins, they're not going to have some of their best attackers. Still a pretty decent favorite against Newcastle. Um, anything uh, that stands out to you? Yeah, I mean, I'll get into this with my best bet, but that that Brighton home team match definitely. I think all at least for Saturday slate, there all the home teams are favored in one way or another. Um, but uh, for what is that Sunday we're looking at now? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, Arsenal at home. I, I, I and I don't know if this is your best bet or not, but uh, I was thinking about this. And I was listening <laughs> to another podcast yesterday. And I'm not sure if there's any player from Arsenal starting 11 that would get into Chelsea's starting 11 at this point, you know, from a, and so obviously Chelsea are favorite here, 
but I just I have and the way they play last week, I just have no sense of like why I could you know and even looking at these odds, I have no sense of um why I would consider Arsenal at that at that uh, bad. So that's that's just one that I would myself kind of steer away from. But uh, they definitely have some decent <laughs> odds at home. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Arsenal a little bit. Little bit <laughs> I figured, and 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 to I know I know I kind of looked at uh, your betting on Premier League article this week, and, and you noted some of the uh, why it might be advantageous to look at Arsenal against Chelsea, and even considering some of those matches last week. But uh, I would not be surprised to see Mikel Arteta gone. You know, maybe in two weeks' time. Uh, two weeks that seems seems quick, but uh, they do. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I mean, they do have a pretty rough schedule here. I think uh, they got someone tough up next. Um, Manchester City. Um, yeah, they got Manchester City. Yeah, Man next. City's so next. Yep. If they, I mean, if they lose these next two, start with three losses, like there's going to be, there's definitely going to be talk. I mean, there's always talk. So um, yeah. if they lose their first three, that's going to be something. Um, but then for. You know, the Arteta backers, they have Norwich coming up after that, Burnley. So they're just going to be, okay, well, he, he can turn it around with a couple easy games. But, um, yeah, we'll see on that. Maybe, um, uh, yeah, overall. When we, yeah, when we return from the uh, from the international break, we'll have to take a look at uh, manager to, managers to be sacked odds. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. When, uh, I don't know. I, don't I found, know I found a lack of like futures odds before before the season. I don't. We'd yeah. have to find you know something, someone uh, who actually had those odds because those are for places like DraftKings and FanDuel. I haven't really seen you know first manager to get sacked or anything like that. So we probably have to go to you know Bet Three Six Five or some one of the English books or something. They probably got all kinds of stuff like that. But all right, so I guess that's it. Let's uh, all right. Try and sell me on your best bet here. What do we got? Yeah, so I was looking at this. I was while I was writing the uh, the FanDuel uh, daily fantasy article. I was also kind of doing a little bit of research on this, and um, some uh, one match that popped out to me is that Watford Brighton match. Uh, there's some interesting odds in in you know it might be tough for Watford to come in and win their second game of the season against uh, against uh, Brighton, but they are coming off a, a three two win against Aston Villa last weekend, and uh, they're Watford at plus 475 to win. Um, this is last night, so I don't know if the odds have been updated much. But And then a draw at 250, which I'm definitely interested in. Um, you know, Aston Villa and Brighton, I was looking back at last season's defensive performances, and they actually conceded exactly 46 goals apiece. Um, so they're pretty similar back lines. And uh, that being said, I'm not sure Brighton got any better this season. They got rid of Ben White um, over to Arsenal. And so... I'm not I'm not super confident that uh, Brighton are any better than they were last season. And then, so I the the plus was it, what did I say two fifty to draw is something that's super intriguing yeah. for me. And then um you know looking at that you know they they won so Brighton won two one last week to Burnley and then Watford of course won three two against Aston Villa. So if you look at the over, uh, we have. The over two and a half goals is plus 120 and the over three and a half goals is plus 295. So, you know, that's definitely the, the draws, the probably main consideration. And then the, the over of the two and a half and three and a half goals is something that I would con- consider as like a backup bet. Yeah. Uh, I saw that on your sheet before doing this and I was like, well, that's, that's a pretty good idea. 
Um, no, you definitely have some good points there. Um, you can get uh, Watford to win or draw is plus 120. So you're getting plus odds. If it's a draw, it's a winner. If Watford win, it's a winner. So I usually like doing those. Um, if, like if you're not yeah. too comfortable, too confident in a win, then you got two results there and you're getting plus odds on it. Uh, I, th- I think your theory is pretty good. Um, I do think Brighton, they have a chance to get better in last year. Um, if Tariq Lamptey, he's still hurt, um, he's going to maybe return to the team in next month. Um, but they got Sally March back, uh, which is a pretty big help. He was good last season in the first half. Uh, but, yeah, otherwise they didn't really add anyone. They got Vester. Yeah, they didn't really add anyone. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. Not in their back line, at least. They're they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Change. And then, yeah, yeah they, I mean, they Lamp started, uh, Right. They started Duffy uh, in the opener, and apparently he's a part of their team now. And he was, I think he played for Celtic, or Celtic uh, last year, and he was, like, done, and now he's starting. Yeah. I don't know. but Yeah, they, uh, what do they let him go at the end of the season? He, he returned to Brighton and played a couple matches. So, yeah, yeah. it's a it's a little bit uncertain there for that Brighton back line. And, and that's why, you know, the win draw yeah. bet is, you know, plus odds. You can't really – it's tough for me to pass that up. But yeah. then the over, too, is something I would really consider. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Just Brighton as a team. Like, they – last year, they, 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 they preferred to, you know, play with possession. It seemed like they had a decent amount of possession, a lot of games, 60%, 55%. But then they couldn't convert their chances. They had trouble scoring. Like you said, they didn't really add anyone to score those goals. So I don't know how much is going to change. Um, maybe Brighton. Well, they're probably a better team overall than Watford. Will probably finish higher in the table. But on a game-to-game basis, um, you know, Watford. If you're getting plus four seventy-five on a win, that's pretty good. So not. Yeah. Uh, it makes probably more sense than mine is what I'll say. Yeah. And um, what did you go with your best bet? Yeah, so like you said, um, <laughs> so I so I, I started my article on Tuesday, and this Arsenal game, it just popped out to me. Um, funny enough, they're getting worse odds than Watford are to win, so I guess that's, that's, a, that's bad, for, bad for my bet right away. Um, but yeah, it, it stood out to me, and I know people, you know, everyone's going to think I'm crazy. It doesn't make sense. Why should you do this? Arsenal... Um, they've been bumping around. Uh, I think when I wrote my article on Wednesday, plus 360 to win. That's now plus 380. They got a couple more guys out with uh, well, I guess Lacazette and William are still out with COVID. Um, but Aubameyang, he returned Thursday, so hopefully he's going to play. Um, hopefully, let's assume Sock is going to be in the starting 11. So that's going to be a big help compared to last week. But otherwise, you know, they weren't great against Brentford. Uh, I think it was just a steamroll that came to them. Brentford, they played awesome. Well, not awesome, but they got their goals when they were given the chance and that kind of thing. But Arsenal, I guess they're kind of like Brighton. They like they like to have possession and they'll convert when needed. But they're not going to have possession against Chelsea. And so last year, um, just going through the numbers here. Last year at home in December, Arsenal won as a plus 360 underdog. In May, when Chelsea, you know, they're running through Champions League, Arsenal won again, 1-0. That was plus 340 underdog. Uh, they played a few weeks ago in a friendly. 
Chelsea won two one, but it was a pretty even match. Both teams got their chances. I think they had the same exact uh, shots on target and corners taken. So looking at that, I had a plus three eighty and plus three ten for the winner draw, which you're just talking about with uh, Watford. Um, I just think last season there's so like we were talking about Arteta last season so many times it was Arteta, you know he's gonna be he's under fire. They're losing all these games in a row. Then all of a sudden, you know, they get these wins against Chelsea. They, they play well against some of the other top teams. It kind of happens out of nowhere. And, you know, maybe none of their guys would start for, for Chelsea. Um, yeah, maybe that's true. Um, but may, I, I mean, as I, as we look into that, they're starting Marcos Alonso. And if we're going one-to-one, I think I'd start <laughs> yeah. Tierney over him. Definitely. That was the um, only one I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But, I mean, technically, like, that's Chilwell's position. So, otherwise, uh, it would yeah, help I mean, if uh, Thomas Party was playing. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right about that with, like, the two results last season, whereas they had about, you know, similar odds, if not the same. And, um you know, Arsenal did come away with that. And in your comment about Arteta, you know, being able to be basically under fire throughout most of the season and then, you know, have a big result against Chelsea, I'd have to look at a few more of the results. But it seems like every time they lost or drew like a few games, he came back with a big result. So, you know, if they can this week, especially if they can do that, you know, make a couple bucks on it and, um, you know, keep his job <laughs> would be it would be a big uh, big plus for them so uh, I don't I don't totally disagree with you I'm just like looking at the quality of the two teams and the bets and just and just I you know in my my small brain here you know I uh, am just not sure how I how I don't see Chelsea coming away with a win yeah I mean that's the thing you don't see how it's going to happen people didn't right. see how Tottenham weren't going to win last week and then it happened you know, their first game back with full fans, I think that's that's a big – like, I, that really showed up in the first week, and I think that's the thing that's going to help these Arsenal guys, um, some of the, a, lot, a lot of the younger ones, especially Saka, who, you know, he went off in the, in the Euros with that PK miss. But uh, I think – I mean, that's, that's in the past, obviously. But something to help pick these guys back up after a loss. Um, but, yeah, just in terms of the odds, like you said, you find it hard to take Arsenal. 380 now it was 360 during the week like it could be something uh come sunday morning that numbers at 400 420 i think it might only keep going up after after the news about this covid issue is coming up more more problems with them um that's even with abba yang and the team so uh, i think that's that's something to keep in mind like if you're looking to back a team just in general that no one has faith around in the public i think the odds are just better just increase in your favor as the as it moves along. So probably with if you want to back Watford, maybe do that right now. Maybe do that day before the game. But if something like Arsenal, you could probably wait and probably maybe hopefully get better odds than that. But otherwise, uh, yeah. Uh, any uh, last thoughts on the slate here? Uh, not really. The game I think I'm most excited just to watch from an aesthetics point is uh, Everton and Leeds. I feel like that could be a goal fest. And so I would consider even looking at some of the overs on that. But uh, that seems like, you know, there's a, obviously Chelsea Arsenal is going to be exciting, but I could see it maybe going a little being kind of stale. Um, and then Nuno's return to Wolves, too, is going to be interesting as well. But the, the game I really do want to watch is Leeds Everton just because of the, the sheer firepower that could come out of that one. Any matches you're keeping an eye on outside of those? 
Um, we got a couple big favorites there. I, I know I like putting together Parley and uh, Manchester City and Liverpool together. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at the Southampton Manchester United game. I think it's kind of the same situation as the uh, as Chelsea here. There's Manchester United's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of backing here. They're getting some guys back. They're getting Sancho back. Um, I don't know. Southampton's home. Their opener. I know they've been terrible. Uh, I'm probably going to end up taking Southampton for some reason, and they're going to lose <laughs> 5-0. But Southampton, home, there there have been times when, you know, Ole's uh, Man United teams, they've they've put in some questionable results. I think it's, I think it's possible, but uh, Man United have been playing better on, uh, like, the last – half season here so maybe i'm not going to touch that i don't know i'll probably think about it a hundred more times but yeah enough anyways. coffee sunday morning and you know maybe something ends yeah. up on southampton yeah 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 i mean probably it'll be what plus 500 by sunday morning with all the uh, man united love going on next couple of days but yeah. anyways quick and easy podcast here um Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, like and subscribe wherever this is going to pop up. I don't even know where it's going to be. Uh, but uh, thanks, Chris, for joining, and we'll see you in the future. Yeah, thanks, Adam. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.